Good morning, everybody. This is Chris Damianakos, Head Game Coordinator of Cash Hunt, and welcome to another episode of Creatively Speaking. It is Monday morning, and I hope everyone had a fantastic summer weekend. It is a fantastic, thank God, non-humid summer here in New England, so it's very enjoyable. But the reason for this particular podcast is a question that a lot of people have on their mind, especially in today's world. And the key is, is that, you know, when you're on vacation, it's really tough, especially when you're an entrepreneur, to kind of break away from your business and, you know, try to go on to a vacation and uh, not stress, which, you know, sometimes entrepreneurship and stress kind of go hand in hand. So um, I get that once in a while. Now, mind you, what I've been doing by producing games now, I've been doing it for 20 years. So I do have that little luxury of going away. I go away on a pretty large trip every two years um, overseas um, just for for a couple of weeks uh, to visit family. I happen to be of Greek heritage and the majority of my family happens to be in Greece. So um, it's kind of not really going on vacation, kind of going seeing family, so to speak. Um, but it is a break away from the norm. But I still conduct my business from abroad. So a lot of people have asked me when I was there is how do you conduct business or what would you suggest conducting a business um, overseas? The good news about that is, is that you can do a lot of businesses or conduct a business um, overseas while you're away without having any kind of stress because now of you know, the capabilities of Wi-Fi in foreign countries and all that type of stuff. You know, if you don't have it at your hotel, you can just really, really kind of walk down to your local cafe, you know, hit that Wi-Fi signal and then continue on with your business. Um, so really, I'm going to talk about what I consider the three top um, ways of conducting a business, you know, uh, while you're overseas without kind of leaving um, your business behind so it kind of reduces the stress but I gotta just you know throw this disclaimer in you know the bad news about it you can't do it overnight that's just the key thing you just t- definitely cannot do it overnight it is something that you have to be somewhat established or completely established in order to cross that particular line now what is somewhat established and established look at that could be anything from one year on to like five years, you know, let's be realistic, you know, um, and we're not telling you you're going to go away, you know, for a month or two months or whatever you could, but that isn't really as sustainable. Uh, if you're going away for two to three weeks, you know, so to that effect, then this, this might be something that might be a bandaid, um, you know, in regards to, to your absence from your business. So what I'm going to do is right after the break, I'm going to tell you what my version of uh, the top three, uh, uh, you know, occupations or side hustles, if you want to call it now, uh, to do while you're on vacation without having any stress. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. So let's cut to the chase. In regards to what my three occupations or side hustles I would suggest while you're overseas, and again, that little small disclaimer I mentioned before the break, you have to be somewhat established or established to cross this line. And again, that's between one to five years for sure. But the key thing about it is these three versions um, is something that I have 
done and they work. Um, so let's go right to number one. It's really in no particular order. Number one is drop shipping. Now, if you're trying to figure out what the heck drop shipping is, you probably might have heard of it, but not know exactly what it exactly is. Well, what it is is this: consider you know opening up a shop, but not a, a brick and mortar shop. The factor of it is a digital shop, and at that particular point, what you do is you carry a wholesaler's product. And what they do is they provide you all the descriptions, all the stock photographs, the suggested real t- retail price, where you are given the permission to place it onto your site. The great thing about it is you don't buy it in bulk or anything like that. You know, it's not like a regular store that you, you know, let's say you were a gift shop, you have to bunch buy a bunch of, you know, gift-related stuff, stock your store up, and hoping and praying that someone comes in and actually buys your stuff in order to make a profit. Well, the great thing about this is this. You carry the product. You create a website, first of all. Uh, and you can go to Wix.com and some other cool websites if you want to do it. It's very user-friendly, or you can get a professional to do it. But I will mention at the end of this particular subject, as far as dropshipping, what I would highly recommend before you even decide to do that. But um, the key thing about it is how it works is this. You have the product onto your site. You have someone that has interest into your product. They buy it. You get paid. You contact the shipper or you contact the wholesaler. You tell them what the item is, and then in turn, they send it out to the customer. So in, so basically, you're getting paid. You never see the product, and uh, it's, it's really kind of a one, two, three step type of process. The, um, a couple of suggestions that I would say. It, it's no different than opening up a regular business. You have to open up a business account, get a tax ID number, because if you don't get a tax ID number, quite honestly... No one is going to do any kind of business with you. Um, have an interest of what it is that you want to do. You know, so whatever the product is that you, let's say you want to get in, you know, start selling wedding products. Uh, well, you should have some sort of familiarity with the wedding industry or wedding business or whatever the case might be. You know what I mean? Art supplies. I mean, the, the, the uh, really the list goes down and down and down and down and down uh, in regards to what you want to do. The key thing about it is once you have established that business account, the next step, you know, after knowing what it is that you want to carry is go to uh, trade shows. The best one I would probably suggest is in New York uh, City at the Jacob Javits Center. They always have these great trade shows. Just figure out, you know, look at their schedule and see what might interest you. Um, You have to sign up to get entrance into these trade shows. And I can tell you, it is not a uh, two-hour thing to go through these, uh, these convention rooms. They're ginormous, and they have a bunch of businesses. Um, you'll probably spend a day there, maybe even two. Uh, what you want to do is form relationships with these companies or whatever company it is that you might have interest or you might have their, you know, interest in their product. And then ultimately, the next question should be is, like, do you dropship? And if you do then basically you would you know go through the process is it's a, it's a very simple and easy process and um you know and then they go from that point they'll send you the the product as far as the imagery the um the descriptions the price points and then you're off and running the key thing i would always mention is don't just kind of concentrate on one company you want to concentrate on a couple of companies uh, so, for example, let's go right back to that wedding business type of idea. So, you want to carry weather, you know, wedding um, products. Great. So, what you want to do is get a tiara company, um, you know, partner up with them, um, 
partner up with a favorite company, partner up with a cake topper, you know, uh, company, uh, partner up with dyeable shoes or wedding shoes. And then that way you have a one-stop shop. You still, the only thing that you have to do on your end is you have to do the traditional, you know, business 101, and that is market your store. Now, I mentioned at the beginning of this particular subject of dropshipping that, you know, you can go ahead and create your own website using these user-friendly website companies such as Wix and what have you. That's great, and I do still recommend it. But this is what I would suggest. Open up a store via eBay stores or Amazon. And the reason why is this. The visibility of your store will eventually come quicker to the general public than your own website because you're on an engine that is very, you know, huge. It's a juggernaut. eBay is such a juggernaut. Uh, Amazon is such a juggernaut. People shop on eBay. People shop on Amazon, of course. Um, you know, it's up to the debate who shops more. I'm going to take my bet. It's Amazon that people shop on. The key factor of it is when you do that, you're on their engine. So the visibility of your store, quite honestly, is um, quicker than if you just had to do the you know, typical uh, creation of a website, go into do Google AdWords, you know, or, you know, organic searches, you know, SEOs and all that. That might take a lot more time. So um, I can tell you this. I've done this before. It worked wonders. Um, before, you know, I was a game producer many years ago, we had, that's why I kept on mentioning the wedding business, we had a wedding store, uh, a digital wedding store. Um, and I did it through eBay stores. You know, we put our logo on it. We decorated it really well. Uh, eBay stores are very user-friendly. It's very easy to put together. And um, I was at a cafe, and I was, you know, looking at my email. Saw a few sales that I did. Fantastic. Just, you know, got paid. Sent the order over to the wholesaler. You know, the customer got their product within whatever, seven to you know, ten business days, maybe less. We sent them over a thank you. That's it. And I was sipping coffee. There's really no other easier way and it just you know you don't have those sleepless nights if you had a brick and mortar store that you had ordered all this stuff to dress up your walls and you're hoping and praying that people come into your physical store and see it a digital store and drop shipping is a whole different uh really total different avenue i'm gonna throw a huge warning though on this do not go on to google and type in drop shipping companies a lot of people only know about dropshipping or are aware of it or not aware and they want to learn about it. They hit dropshipping companies. You don't want to do that. There are these companies out there that are dropshippers that sell everything from fishing rods to, I don't know, sneakers to hats to a tiara. And these aren't, um, they're, they're middlemen. You know what I mean? You're basically, in a traditional sense of what I just mentioned, you're the middleman. So you're the middleman between the customer and the wholesaler in this case if you go to a quote-unquote drop shipping company you're the middleman to the middleman so your profit level is going to be really not that great you want to go right to the wholesaler right to the, to the lion's den so to speak and then uh, form a relationship and do it the traditional way so do not go and form a relationship with a drop shipping company you want to go to a company that carries a specific product um, that does drop shipping. So a lot of a lot of these companies do 
like these wholesalers do uh, drop shipping, and a lot of them don't. But I'm going to guarantee you that they're going to be more and more doing drop shipping, just for the pure factor of you know the way the world is now with uh, digital stores. The other thing I'm going to mention now, number two, is blogging. Okay, so you're going to say, well, what, blogging, isn't that been around? You can make money on it. Yes, this is for. You know, when it comes to blogging, the the two best blogging sites that you know start on is WordPress and Blogger, which is uh, uh, Google. The key thing about it is this: people will tell you, "Well, I don't know what to write." Um, you do have an interest. I've said this forever to my listeners out there and my readers that when people say I don't have an interest in something, I'm saying, "Well, you're lying to yourself because everyone has a knowledge of something." The point of it is when you start a blog, a lot of people write a blog for the wrong reasons. They kind of journalize it, you know, their beliefs in politics or religion or the way that the world is. Unless you're a public figure and people know you from all around the world, then people will probably want to know your opinion. Outside of that, if you're not, people don't really care and you're just going to get lost in the shuffle. Um... What you want to do is tell people something that they want to learn about that you have knowledge on. And by doing that and creating a post, I would say like one or two posts a week and affiliating yourself with Google AdWords where you can actually place an ad into your blog. It's very simple. Um, Then basically what it is is that while people are reading your blog, the ad that will appear at random underneath the posting will be something in relation to what you're talking about. And anytime someone clicks on it, then in turn, you get a small percentage. You're not going to make millions, but you'll get something on the side. People have done very, very well on it. Um, uh, in regards to utilizing it, what I would always say is get a notebook. Surprise, surprise. You know, I always talk about notebooks and kind of plan out what your posts are going to be for the next two months and really think them out. When you write a post, though, you want to maybe put an image or two in there and then you want the post to be at length. You know, nothing like, you know, a paragraph. That's not going to do anything for you. It has to be between no less than a thousand words and maximum three to five thousand words. It might sound a lot, but once you start talking about what you want uh, to talk about, it, trust me, uh, it flows. Um, and it's really key for it to be somewhat wordy because the search engines such as Google and Yahoo uh, and Bing, you know, go through all these blogs and pick up keywords um, that is associated with your uh, blog or that particular posting. So if anyone's looking to learn about how to kayak or what would be the best type of kayak to, to buy, uh, they'll put that in a search engine and then, hey, you pop, you know, your blog might come up. You have to be consistent. This definitely does not happen overnight. You have got to give it a year uh, for you to see some sort of side money results. But I would definitely say you want to do maybe two, maybe three uh, posts uh, a week. Um, if you want to learn more about blogging, I would really strongly suggest going and uh, YouTubing uh, uh, it's a channel called Income School. These guys just talk about blogging, and um, and uh, they're, they're no nonsense. They're telling you straight out how it works. 
you know they're not sugarcoating anything and it's something that uh, if you're thinking about it or you want to be a future journalist or a future author i would tell you this will be the best way to uh, approach that so um blogging like i mentioned is another sensational uh type of side hustle to do while you're on uh, your holiday vacation and then last but not least it's a terminology that people um, are hearing now but don't realize exactly what it is. And that's called white labeling. Now, you're going to say, well, what the heck is white labeling? White labeling has been around for a long time. It's basically if you have created something in the form of a service or a product, but you're basically selling your service and a product to other companies to utilize your service or product and then putting their logo on it and reselling it. It is no different than seeing these websites that are out there that you know you can create your own t-shirts or mugs or whatever the case might be. You put your logo, your saying on it and um, you know you can resell it. You know you pay that particular provider a certain amount once the item is sold. Um, and you can, you know, uptick your price uh, to the customer. That basically is white labeling. Um, so if you do have an app or a uh, business idea um, that is in the form of a product or a service, first of all, you should check the legalities of it. Protect your product. You don't want someone to steal it. Um, and basically what you're doing is you're leasing out that product, you're leasing out that service to a reseller. That right there is passive income, hand over fist. The key thing about that, you really got to do your research on it. Um, you know, is it something that you want to lease out, um, or license out? I think it's a better way of me saying it. It's no different than, you know... You know, if there's a particular, let's say, Kiss, right, the rock band, if you want to like sell their product, um, you have to license their logo or their imagery for a price. That's basically white labeling, and you can take their logo and put them on mugs and T-shirts, whatever you want it to be, and it's a fair game because you are actually uh, buying the license, a uh, temporary license, you know, via Kiss. It's the same idea. Uh, in regards to this. So if you have a product or a service that you know that you could possibly white label, get your attorney on it, see how it can work, and then uh, through certain types of ways of networking, maybe going to business trade shows or, or whatnot, um, or city networking uh, types of uh, clubs, basically what you want to do is start selling the product. And that becomes passive. And basically you're not doing anything. You're just collecting a percentage or or, or a or a, uh, a payment. So the more you sell out there, the more um, the more passive it becomes. So that takes a lot of research as far as white labeling is concerned. Again, they, no pun intended, they put a label on that type of service, but it's been around for a very, very long time. It is basically licensing your product or service, no different than a logo. So guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Creatively Speaking. Hopefully that helped you out. So I hope uh, that this will bring you to a beach and a recliner and a laptop somewhere overseas or maybe in the Caribbean where you can comfortably 
uh, conduct your business abroad um, without having any stress. But again, it takes time. It takes a lot of hustle. It takes a lot of patience and a little sacrifice here and there. So thank you guys for listening. Please spread the good word and have a great day. Take care.